Welcome into the official. We've got a very special show for you tonight, one that's been in the works for quite a while. Um, you know, we, we've done the analysis of the 2023 class, you know, every which way we've done position specific. We've done some sleepers already. We've done guys who are risers for us, guys who are falling for us all throughout the cycle as we've been preparing for early signing day coming up. And then, you know, national signing day will finally put an end to the 2023 chapter really as it pertains to recruiting. And so as we come to the end of the year here, we want to do kind of a fun show um, looking at dunks from these prospects uh, on, on the hardwood. So these are all football prospects, guys that we like, but we're only focusing on their athletic ability and they're the best dunks. We're going to basically do a dunk contest here on the official. So if you are listening to this in podcast form, I strongly encourage you to go watch this on our YouTube channel. This probably won't be a very good podcast. We will release it, uh, but really trying to direct you to the YouTube uh, for, to watch all these dunks. And basically, we're going to just be commenting on those dunks. And you're going to want to see some of these really, uh, really great feats of athleticism. So with that being said, this is The Official. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. This is going to be a fun one, I think. The Dunk Fest ish uh, episode of the official. Are you guys excited to get into that? Of course. Uh, been in the makings for quite a while, but before we get started, I did want to share a little bit. I mean, obviously, the college football world completely rocked in the last week with the passing of Mike Leach unexpectedly and, you know, kind of in shocking fashion. Um, I think he meant something to everyone in, in some way or another from his personality, but really on the football field, what he did for the passing game, I mean, the air raid and this, this seeps down all the way into what we do with recruiting, right? I mean, we look at guys going to an air raid system and we think about quarterbacks in a different way for fantasy football in a different way. I mean, it, that what he did for offense goes so far both, you know, we've seen concepts going to the NFL, of course. We've seen these concepts um, matter for us and what we do in fantasy football. So, you know, Mike Leach, rest in peace. We've all, we will always remember what he did. What do you guys, you know, take from obviously, I mean, maybe it was his personality, but I mean, I think even X's and O's, he changed how we think about the passing game. Yeah, for me, it's like I'm generally more uh, drawn to like players and stuff, but he's definitely one of these coaches over the years that has stood out to me with his personality. He's like, he always seemed like very unfiltered. Um, he's just kind of said what was on his mind and he didn't really care what people thought about him. And I definitely admire a person like that. Uh, but specifically about his coaching, like I, he had some of those fun teams that I can remember, especially back when I was in college. Like this is like, 2008 that texas tech team he had with like graham harrell uh michael crabtree was insane uh like danny amendola all those guys like i still remember uh that texas tech versus texas game where when texas was number one it was like colt mccoy and crabtree scored at the very end i still remember that game i remember where i was i was at i was at the union at at uh at uw milwaukee's uh, uh campus at the gas house and like this pub watching the game i still remember 
you know, how fun that offense was. And then, you know, same thing with Washington State with um, Carter Minshew. I mean, oh, yeah, just insane, insane offenses, just so much fun. And he had a great personality, I thought. Yeah, I, I, you know, a lot of that I agree with. It's just, you know, such a fun guy, such a unique person. Then his impact on the game, college football, would look very differently without, you know, his influence on what he did with the passing game. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's something they always be remembered for. So, Oh, yeah. Um, actually, I mean, yeah, you're talking about personality. I heard a clip today. Someone asked him if he was, he was getting ready to coach a game against Arizona State. And they're like, well, what do you what do you think about this game? And he said, well, first, you got to consider the sun gods uh, and or the sun devils and, and what kind of powers they might have. And then starts going into like cougars, what cougars bring to the table. And just talking about the mascots, I mean, it was just. Only, only he could pull that off, you know. And um, but yeah, so did want to address that. No, no real easy transition there, but obviously something all of us have been thinking about and just um, wondering, you know, where do we go from here? Uh, but his legacy will absolutely live on, live on, already does, and countless offenses around the country. And that influence is just, uh, just pretty much permanent mark on the game. You can't say that about that many coaches. Um, <clears throat> So without further ado, I think Mike. They said Mike Leach would would want them to play in the bowl game. I also think he'd want us to talk about players. He'd want us to highlight these these guys who are really good at, at you know multiple sports. And I'm sure he could go on quite a diatribe on dunking a basketball and, and how cool that is. Um, and so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to focus on this is the dunk fest episode. We've talked about it and alluded to it all year long, really since the official started. We talk about, oh, this guy, such and such, and he's got dunks. Uh, or, and he, you know, there's some sweet highlights of him dunking. David, you're the first one that I, I mean, that I remember at least really bringing that in up more often than not about like, oh yeah, I saw this guy. He's got some sweet dunks. What is about this as we go and we're going to have a little contest and see who had the best dunk on film, but what about it? What does it say to you when you're like, you like the film on, on the football field and then you see, you know, some nasty weaving dunk in traffic and you're like, wow. Yeah. Like basketball was my first love, honestly. Like that's what I played the most growing up. And, and so I love watching basketball. And as far as how it, it it's incorporated into our scouting you know, it's a small factor, but it definitely, I feel like you get a good, uh, it's sort of a litmus test for their athleticism, I think. Guys that can play above the rim, um, you can really see their coordination a lot of times, especially guys that are like, you know, doing it off the dribble. It's not just like alley-oop stuff. Um, and also, like, I feel like you get a better camera view of their movement in general. Um, you know, they don't have pads on and stuff, and usually the camera is closer to the court rather than like, you know, completely zoomed out on some of these, on some of this football footage we have. So I feel like you can, you can kind of see their movement and explosion and it's just easier for me. I feel like. I, I do feel that in terms of um, seeing movement better and, and really kind of getting a good close up of, of how their body control is and things like that. Matt, um, how do you feel about this? Is it just fun? Does it, does it matter to you at all when you're looking at a player? And, and you see that, you know, he's, he's good on the hardwood? I would definitely say, you know, I take into consideration. I think it's a good way of seeing, you know, how functional, how fluid their athletic ability is. Because, you know, you could be somebody that runs very fast in a straight line but not look very capable on a basketball court because of, 
you know, all the other movement skills needed there. So I definitely think, you know, as David said, the better angle, the better close-up angle, it can be very helpful in that, you know, sense of judging a player's abilities. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I've actually been a little bit surprised. You know, we, we did, as we always like to do, right, we don't do anything halfway. We looked at, I think the final count was 74 dunks. From... Even more than that. I had a bunch that I didn't even put on that Well, okay, list. yeah. So we, we actually ended up putting 74 in the drive mm-hmm. that we shared. Well over that... 100, we all looked Okay, yeah. yeah. So, the, you know, between the three of us. So well over 100 different dunks. Um, probably not 100 players, maybe like a little less on the players because some had multiple. We're talking about like scouring as much as we could possibly find of skill position players, dunking a ball in a game, dunking a ball not in a game, um, to come up with what we wound up saying, hey, let's do top 15. And it actually ends up being top 16 because there was a few ties uh, that we wanted to not leave some of these guys out. Um, there are some big names on the list. Uh, Jelani Thurman is a top three tight end. Um, we've got Jurian Dickey, who's a top, I mean, he's the two overall, I think, in the composite uh, wide receiver in the country. And um, Pierce Spruland's a top two, top three tight end. We also have some, you know, a few lesser known guys. We've got uh, a guy named Zion Fowler, who you may not have heard of. We've got Cordell Russell. I think for you, Matt, like, you know, that justified a lot of what you've been saying. You've been, you know, really driving the Cordell Russell, I think, hype train. And Cordell Russell, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler alert. He's got four dunks on this list. The next close guy has two. And they are all worthy. And, in fact, they're all top ten. So we did 15 dunks. Four of the top ten of the same guy. He is Almost a third of the dunks are. He is – and they're all worthy. I mean, I, I was like, I have to, I have to rate this thing, uh, whatever is eight point five nine, and it got him in or whatever. So, um, these were all rated on a, on a ten point scale. You know, obviously subjective. We didn't really come up with defined criteria. We just all were like, what, you know, what does it make you feel? How do you want to rate it? But one at one to ten, um. There were the I will say the number one guy had a few tens. He was the only dunk that had tens. So be on the lookout for that. You won't get to see it until the end of the show. But um, yeah, so mo- most of the guys that made the top fifteen were mid eight, uh, to low to mid eights, and then above from there. And it, we just took the average of our three independent individual assessment of the grade. And um, I'll say for me, and we I'll just go round table real quick, and then we'll get into it. I did value in-game dunks a little bit more than, um, you know, like a playground dunk or an empty gym dunk where someone was just doing it like a dunk contest. I know this is a, we're doing kind of a contest here, but just in terms of what we're looking for, athleticism, coordination, timing, body control, all that, I thought you do that in a game where, where pacing matters and timing matters. It kind of meant a little bit more to me. Uh, but I did go back and reassess some grades after you guys were like, we can't just discount someone who's on an empty hoop. So I, thanks for that, you know, feedback. I think I probably discounted it too much. Um, what did you guys look for real quick? And we'll get into it. Yeah. So I think I had a little bit different criteria than you guys did. I I care a lot about the theatrics of the dunk. So, you know, I don't want to just see just a, you know, a, a breakaway jam. I, I want to see a windmill. I want to see, you know, 360, 180. I want to see, you know, a little something extra on top of it. 
So style points big for big mm, very big. For me. I, I want to see the dunk contest of style dunks. Yeah, big big uh, big pizzazz guy over here. That's fair. I definitely care about the style for sure. I for me, it's like I don't know, like for sure the explosion. Like it, like when I see it, like some guy just like leaves off the ground like so effortlessly. Um, like just and being like graceful, I feel like and. You know, some guys just have more hang time than other guys. And it's just, and obviously if you yam on somebody, like you're going to get extra points for that too. Cause that's just, I just like the aggressiveness there. So that's kind of what I looked at. Yeah. The posterization uh, quotient is obviously pretty important there. Um, I did look, I, another thing just, we kind of mentioned, I mean, that close up factor that you get with some of these videos, like you can see the length. I mean, sometimes we talk about wide receivers or whatever, and it's like, He's so long, you know, long arms, whatever. You can see some of these guys, they are just so, I mean, they just cover like the whole, you know, Florida rim when they're jumping. And you're like, you can envision that then in some pads going up against some hapless DB and just crushing on the football field as well. So without further ado, I will take the first one. I really like this player. We talked about on our tight end show, Jelani Thurman. He's 6'5". Uh, I think he's about 230, big guy, uh, tight end going to Ohio State. He is currently the tight end two in the 24-7 composite, so a pretty highly rated guy. Um, and let's take a look at this dunk here with um, his tied for 15th. So coming in, not last place. We looked at plenty more, but for our purposes, this is the first guy we're going to look at tied for 15th place. So that was a pretty nice dunk. He receives it almost down near the arc, takes a few steps, and uh, there's a guy who kind of tries to come and block it, but he's no match, and he slams it home. I think it's a one-hander. So uh, that was Jelani Thurman. Pretty nice dunk, but there's plenty more to come from there. So, Matt, you want to take the next guy? I think um, he's kind of an unknown as a, as a football prospect, actually. Yeah, that would be uh, Zion Fowler, wide receiver from uh, New Jersey. He's six foot one, and yeah, kind of a uh, you know not a highly rated prospect. You know, I, I don't think he's a. If he is, he's barely a top one hundred wide receiver. One forty five on the composite. Um, and he's committed to Pittsburgh. Very high in basketball player. Huge dunks, um, and you can see it on his football tape as well. There he goes, takes it away. Very easy. You can see, if I had to bet, he probably, you know, in my opinion at least, has the highest vertical in this class from all the offensive players we've seen at least. He just has huge jumps, 40 inches minimum. That was pretty nasty too. And like what David was saying, body control, stole the ball, you know, got it in transition all the way to the hoop, one-handed jam. And it's six foot one, but yeah, he skied, made that look super easy. So I have no problem believing he has one of the biggest ups in the class. Um, David, let's go to – we have a three-way tie for 12th place, um, and it's a score of 8.33. So I'll tell you – why don't you just take Jury and Dickey? This is a really fun dunk that he put on tape here. Looks like it's like at a, at a, at a, like a cafeteria or something, uh, some kind of really gathering of students. Um, not, I don't even think it's on a full blown basketball court, but take a look.
Yeah, I don't know like, if that's just. It's a I guess it's casual. a gym of some kind, but it kind of it looks weird, like it's a room. Yeah, it's almost like a little recess, uh, a dunk there. But I, I just like that dunk. Well, first of all, so what is he? He's number two in the composite of his wide receivers. Uh, he's like 210 pounds. I think he reports a 37-inch vertical. But, like, he, he goes off two feet there. He stops a lot of his momentum. And, I mean, the, the girl that he jumped over looked like an adult-sized I mean, she looked like she was five five. Uh, so he he clears her and still and still has like the explosion and and hang time to to get to the rim. So I I love that dunk. It was very fun. Obviously, very much a dunk show, like a dunk contest style dunk, where he has a prop in there with a, a person holding a ball on top of their head. Um, I, you know, I docked a few points because he, you know, he kind of like she had to duck. It wasn't super clean, but he got the job done. And like you said, 210 pounds. Come on. That's pretty awesome at his size and weight to be able to do that. That's wild. Um, next, I will take Kendrick Bell. Um, this is a he's listed as an athlete. Well, I saw him as an athlete and as a quarterback. So he he's, you know, kind of who knows what he's going to do. I don't think we know for sure. But at going to Michigan, 82nd ranked athlete in the country. He's six foot two, and we're about to see him here. So it's from the other backboard, basically. And it's not the greatest footage, but it looks like he just elevates like crazy and easily basically drops it in the net. I mean, he's not even hanging on. He just basically is up so high. He can kind of just push it down. I gave points personally for just like insane up to I me mean, six foot two and his entire i mean his wrist basically hit the rim on that one as he, as he just throws it down um so not a lot of theatrics but just obviously six foot two getting that high tremendous athleticism and then we have joseph walker matt you want to tell us a little about this guy he's committed to western michigan but i don't know much else about him yeah he's a guy that i actually found recently he's very deep, uh, what is he here? 207th composite wide receiver. Uh, I don't even think he's even added to 24-7 until recently. He plays out of uh, Warren Central in Indiana, uh, the same school that uh, David Bell came from. So uh, the biggest school, you know, one of the bigger football schools in the state. Uh, you know, he's put up a great season. He's six foot four, a very good basketball player, very fluid player. And uh, as you can see in the video, he uh very good hop to definitely translates on the football field. He definitely a very good contested guy. All right, let's take a look. There he is here driving in. It was right over him. And yeah, six foot four, definitely getting up pretty high there. And you can tell there the coordination. He takes he basically, I don't know if it's a steal or something. He got the ball basically at half court. Yeah. And it was pretty coordinated dribble all the way down. I will say, looking through all these players, there's some guys where, like, they don't know what to do with the ball. Like, you can tell they're, they're not good dribblers. They don't have good handle. You know, they may throw it down, but getting to the rim is a struggle. This guy, that was pretty clean all the way. Uh, and going to the MAC, keep an eye on him. I mean, MAC, yeah. baby. Western so, Michigan six, hasn't had a hit in a little bit. So Yeah, six foot four, 200 pounds. I mean, physically, he should be able to dominate anyone in the MAC. So that's definitely a name to keep an eye on, especially for your – CFF leagues. Um, let's go to Luke Has, I think is how his name is pronounced. Luke Has, go, a tight end. Going to Arkansas, 
And I'll say he was a pleasant surprise for me. I think he's a little bit, correct me if I'm wrong. We talked a lot about Lucky, uh, Lawson Lucky or Lucky Lawson? Lawson Lucky? The tight end of Georgia? Lawson Lucky. I mess it up. Oh, man, I did. I feel like this guy, to me, is a little bit of a, you know, a, a discount brand Lawson Lucky, who's obviously one of the better tight ends in the whole class, but has what really impressed me. I think he's got some interesting athletic ability. He, you know, jet sweeps and some some kind of H-back stuff that he'll do in addition to being a tight end. But David, take us through this dunk. He's 6'2", so he's not a massive one of these hulking tight ends. So it's pretty impressive how high he gets up. Yeah, that's the impressive part about it. You can see it's pretty much a three, about a 360. Um, yeah. That's the impressive part, I think. You know, for a tight end, you think, oh, yeah, he's 6'5", big deal. But, you know, he's 6'2". He doesn't have especially great length or anything. And he can, I mean, his vertical it must be in the 30s, I would think, if he can do that, probably a 35 or so. So yeah, that and, and very good coordination to be to be able to twirl your body like that and not not lose track of the the hoop and stuff. So very nice. Yeah, he's like six two ish, and I think two thirty, two twenty, two thirty. So you know, he's one of these guys who's undersized tight end, but I think he could be a useful weapon, especially at a team like Arkansas. So kind of excited to see what he does. Um, now we're moving to my guy. I love this guy, Joshua Manning. Um, wide receiver committed to Illinois, uh, to Missouri. He's from Missouri. He's a top 36, uh, 36th receiver in the country per 24-7. Like I said, he's like 6'3". He's right around 200 pounds. He's a big body, and he's got a couple of dunks that are pretty nice. Uh, this one made the cut here for us. And in 10th place, Joshua Manning uh, with a score of 8.58. So you'll see here, he's kind of on a fast break, but he, he does a little razzle-dazzle here at the end for us. This was the reverse. So reverse dunk in game, and you can kind of see the length there. Uh, and he, you know, that shows up on the football field as well. I'm pretty excited about him pairing him with Luther Burden next year at Missouri. I think they could be special for the next two years, actually. Now we've got a tie for eighth place. The next two dunks got a score of 8.8. 7-5 for us. And uh, first, I'm going to give big wide receiver guy his his flowers here for Cordero Russell. Take it away. Talk to me about Cordero Russell, and then I'll, and then I'll run the clip. Yeah, uh, so Cordell is six foot three, uh, I believe 210 pounds approximately now, above 200 at least. Uh, committed to TCU, you know, long, prototypical X outside receiver, very athletic guy, and uh, he blew up this season. Had a huge year playing high-end Texas football, um, and, yeah, he's a super exciting player, a top-10 wide receiver, you know, in my opinion. Uh, and, yeah, he's a very, very high-end dunker. I would argue probably the best dunker in this class based on what we yeah. found. It's hard to argue. So let's take a look. This is first dunk of four that made the top ten. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Just driving straight to the paint, no – regard for any of the three people just standing to the side, staring at him. And what, what are you going to do there, you know? I agree. And that's a great way to describe it. Like, no regard for anyone mm -hmm. in his way. And you'll see that on his other dunks. Like, he just – it's unbelievable. Um, really impressive stuff from Cordell Russell. Now, David, talk to us a little bit about Ricky Collins. He's dunk number eight here. 
Um, a quarterback, first quarterback on our list. I it, de- depending on what you think of Kendrick Bell, but this is like a full blown quarterback here. Um, what do you think about Ricky Collins? And tell us a little bit extra about this dunk. I think he had a comment in his Instagram. What another feature? Yeah, so he's uh he's six two. Um, he reports a thirty eight inch vertical, and he, he's going to LSU. I think he's one of the best runners, uh, running quarterbacks in the class. All right, let's take a look. So he gets a nice little breakaway steal there and just gets off the ground and he hits his head on the backboard. I, I mean, I don't see a lot of guys doing that, especially like six, two guys. Like that's pretty freaking crazy. And, and he rattled that rim too. Like he was going in there with authority, which I love his aggressiveness. So I'm a big fan of that dunk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it was like a comment or the caption on, on the Instagram or whatever that said he hit his head on the dunk on the, on the backboard. So we had to include that in there for, that incredible ups uh i'll take the next one we're down to number seven and um this is pierce sperlin who's a six six tight end headed to georgia just adding to that insane georgia tight end room uh 8.83 is his score and so let's take a look at what made that one special so sperlin is a tall guy but still i gave him extra marks here because of off the it was off the um off the rebounds and you can see it again here i don't know if it was directly off the rim intentionally or if it was just a bad shot but it's incredible he he comes out of nowhere grabs it in midair gets way above the rim and then you know slams it home so kind of coordination and timing all that was impressive in traffic in the paint uh showing a lot of body control there but i don't know if it was intentionally like a you know um off off the backboard to him or if it was a uh, just a missed shot i think it was just a put back yeah but it was put yeah put back with authority from pierce brulin and so now we're gonna i think to break it up here we're gonna go i guess the other guy tied for fifth is um aiden green so we're gonna have to do aiden green is tied with another cordell russell so to break it up we'll go aiden green first and uh, Matt, tell us about Aiden Green here. He's six foot one, looks like, headed to Bot Tech, but I don't know much about him as a prospect. Yeah, I, I recently just got onto him. He was committed to Cincinnati for a long time. Uh, like you said, six foot one, just committed to Virginia Tech the other week. And uh, he's a really well rounded player, but as you'll see, he has a very, very high vertical. Um, he had a few dunks on his list. I'm surprised only one made it. He had a really nice windmill, too. But uh, mm. in this dunk here, he you know, it just soars. Okay, here it is, driving, and takes off, and yeah, that's, that's probably one of the higher hang times we have in, you know, tonight's dunks. And he just stays in the air there, very high above the rim. I mean, that's not quite free throw line. It's only it's six for one. Right. And he's coming from the side, so it's not directly free throw line, but it's really it's it's only like one step inside the free throw line. I mean, it's it's back at the end of the paint there, and he just skies. I think that was one where, when I watched it the first time, I was just like, "Oh!" Like I just literally, like audibly, was like, "Oh my god!" Um, so Aiden Green, pretty impressive guy. I think David was saying we might be sleeping on him a little bit. So maybe he's due for a bump in our in our ratings. Uh, I've not looked at his actual wide receiver film yet, I have to say. So now we're going to have like 
back to back to back Cordell Russell. He occupies um, tied for fifth. Then he'll be um, he'll be fourth and third place as well. So we're gonna get a lot of Cordell Russell here. Here, I'll take the this one tied for fifth place. David, you can do the one and fourth, and we'll round it back out. And, and uh, big wide receiver guy can give his uh, his goodbyes. Uh, when we get to the third place dunk. But Cordell Russell tied for fifth place here with a score of 8.92. Oh, no defense on this one. It's a fast break, but full-blown windmill. <laughs> Just, I mean, the length on this guy is unbelievable. I think you've said before, Matt, like we're thinking he might have six foot eight or ten. I think he's verified six foot eight wingspan. Yeah. Uh, so just, I mean, showing every bit of that right there. David, um, take us through the one in fourth place with a score of 9.0. So now, now we're in the nines, 9.0. Yeah, this is actually one of my favorite of his because it only takes him a few steps from half court to get to the basket. And you can just see how springy he is here and just like how much length. And I mean, moving like that at 210 pounds for a high schooler is just absurd, really. It's hard to tell on that one, but I'm pretty sure that's a cradle dunk, too. Right? Yeah, and it's down. like you said with all of them. I mean, every single time the rim is just begging for mercy. Like, it's just, he just assaults that rim, and it just doesn't even look hard. I mean, he's so long with those arms. Um, all right, so in hindsight, I don't know if that one or the windmill, I don't know. They, they must, one just fell slightly below, but they're both really impressive. Now we've got his one in third place with a score of 9.25. Um, I believe, yeah, 9.25. Matt, walk us through this last one for Cordell Russell. Yeah, let's see. I don't remember this one at the top of my head. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, yeah, that's very easy for him. Just missed shot. Just jumped straight from, you know, a couple steps over the foul line. And, you know, easy head almost hits the rim, it looks like. They're all, in, in some ways, they're all similar. Where he just takes, like, these, giant bounding steps and it only takes him like two steps from a, a beyond the arc to get up to the rim uh and that one was off a rebound and he just comes out of nowhere up the middle and just like rams it home i Doesn't love get... his celebrations too like how aggressive he is afterwards and just how much energy he plays with like this guy i feel like he has an alpha personality which i like yeah yeah i think i mean i'm just so excited for him now i'm gonna have to bump him up my my ratings i think just... and everybody on to him I know. Everyone's excited about Cordell Russell. I, I remember – it's interesting how these things evolve. I remember when he first committed, he, we talked about him at the end of a show briefly for about one or two minutes and said, eh, he's probably an X guy for TCU, whatever. And now we're all just loving it. So that's how things can evolve. He, he had a big blow up between junior and his That is true. His, his junior tape's not quite as impressive. He probably – you know, when you've got that body – shape and size you probably take a minute to grow into it and feel you know coordinated and comfortable all right i'm going to run this next one a guy i've really liked since last march or even before last march but then i saw him in may um at the elite 11 in person really impressive avery johnson who's a quarterback so a quarterback uh, got the number two and when we first saw this, we kind of all were like, I'm not sure who could possibly beat it. There is a guy who beat this dunk from Avery Johnson. But let's take a look here. I think this is even from sophomore year or something. So, you know, he was fairly young and still just posterizing this guy in game. 
So a 9.33 score. You can see you, he gets the rebound, takes it all the way down the court, centers in the middle, and he just doesn't care. I mean, that guy's probably 6'5". Avery Johnson's about 6'2". And he just absolutely posterizes him. The definition, I mean, he's trying to get a block in the lane and Avery Johnson literally skies over him for the dunk. Just incredible. All his basketball highlights are amazing. His football highlights are amazing. Like he's an incredible athlete. I hope he gets it together. Just, you know, quarterbacking requires more than just athletic ability, of course, but really be rooting for Avery Johnson. Um, I have to say, I'm a little shocked he didn't get number one, but we have another guy full circle. I think he was tied for 15th, and now we're back with the number one dunk. And Matt, I'll let you introduce it because you brought it to our attention, I believe, and dropped it in the chat. Zion Fowler, number one. Yeah, so uh, when we talk about dunk contest level dunks, this is, to me, you know, the clear one to me, just because of you know, the theatrics around it, the, the level of difficulty around the dunk. Not many other players in this class, you know, are physically capable of you know, doing what he's going to do here. Um, it could be questioned whether it's a ten foot rim. He says it's a ten foot rim. Um, I don't think he has any reason to lie, and he's proven to have a huge vertical. So, I, that's I think true. That taken, that taken with the other one we saw in a game where he clearly skied. Yeah, he does make you makes this more believable. It's ten foot. So let's take a look. Zion Fowler, number one. So, so we got, you know, driveway basketball here in the suburbs of New Jersey. And, uh, you know, a nice 360 between the legs. Uh, there's a second one just for good measure. But, oh, you know what? I don't think I realized it was two different times. Yeah, but no, it's two different. The well, one that made roll. number one, so I'll pull it again. Time. I'll pull it again. The one that made number one was through the legs and through the legs um, 360. Yeah, through the legs 360. So let's watch it again. It's the first dunk here. So here we are, this one, through the legs, 360. That's, you know, actually, that's something you'd see in an actual NBA dunk contest. And it would probably get tens in an NBA dunk contest. Yeah, I actually, there's actually a video of Paul George doing this exact dunk in a dunk contest. And he's 6'1". I mean, remember that, too. Sometimes the shorter guys actually can do some more, uh, you know, theatrical dunks. because they. That's have more why it's so hard there. to believe. He's 6'1", and he just pulled that off. It's like, that's crazy. Yeah. And maybe the driveway was on a slight incline. I mean, you never know, but it was still really impressive. I mean, well, I will give give all the flowers there to Zion Fowler. Um, I actually want to watch his wide receiver tape a little bit. I haven't really looked at him. You, you know, we've said he is fairly lowly ranked. He's a three-star. I don't think he's committed. He's the only nice. guy on this committed list who's not committed. Say that again? Committed to Pitt. Oh, committed to Pitt. Okay. He decommitted, I think. So. Oh, did he? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. He's on the market. Yeah. Any, anyone who's watching this, uh, you know, if you're if you know a recruiter, go tell them about Zion Fowler. But that's it for our show. We went a little over, but I think it was worth it. You know, this was very fun for us to put together. A lot of work went into this one. We planned it out weeks in advance. We said this is what we want to do. Obviously, we don't normally sift through basketball footage in that in the way that we did for this, but very fun. And I think I hope it was illuminating to everyone watching as it was to us. Like these guys are phenomenal, phenomenal athletes. Uh, and you can see it even better on some of these clips. So man, David, thank you so much. And we will be back 
for early signing day next week. We're going to be breaking down all the surprise commitments, uh, maybe guys who didn't sign and what that might mean. Really coverage uh, after early signing day next week. So stick with us. This has been Campus to Canton for – sorry. <laughs> this has been the official. Oh, my God.